Welcome to the MS Gym Podcast, where we give you the tools to live life by design, not by diagnosis. I'm your host, Brooke Slick, and here we go. Welcome, everyone. This is your host, Brooke Slick. And back in May, when the MS Gym Podcast changed to an interview format, we polled the over 20,000 members of the MS Gym Facebook group about what types of topics they'd like to hear about on the podcast. One of those topics was HSCT. HSCT stands for hematopoietic stem cell transplant. And it just so happens that I had HSCT done a little over six years ago in Moscow, Russia for my MS. And I've been progression free ever since. Since that time, thousands of others have had the same treatment for their MS in Moscow, the UK, Mexico, and a few select facilities around the world. What we didn't know back in May was that a well-known Hollywood actress was about to undergo HSCT in Chicago for her MS and bring priceless exposure to HSCT with her large Instagram following. As veterans, we anxiously followed along, reading thousands of comments from MSers who had absolutely no idea what this mysterious treatment was. It became very clear from those comments that even after all these years of so many of us shouting it from the mountaintops, that HSCT was still largely unknown. It's for that reason, when actor Damian Washington approached me about interviewing me on his YouTube blog about HSCT, I thought it'd be the perfect opportunity to make a podcast episode out of it as well. The perfect opportunity to answer the question, what is HSCT? And here we go. What's going on, y'all? I'm here with the fabulous Brooke Slick. You know, we have done interviews before. And what's also special about her, other than her being a fabulous person, is that she has been a patient of HSHT, what? HSC. HSCT, hematopoietic stem cell transplant, or MS. Say that one more time. Oh, it's a mouthful. Yeah. Hematopoietic, which means of the blood. Okay. Derived from the blood, stem cells from the blood, stem cell transplant. Oh, hematopoietic, whatever. I'm not yeah. going to know how to name it. HSCT. HSCT. Yes. That's the jam. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's, I wanted to have you here to talk about this because. My neuro is like, look, there's like three stem cell options. Two of them are just going to steal your money, and that's bunk. But the, right. the, the, the main one, um, the, the hemiotapic jam that you, that you are, uh, have, have used, he's like, that's the real jam. That's so, correct. Um, and, you know, I've had patients with great success, success on it. I've also had patients not do so well on it from a health standpoint. So... As, as I'm sort of, you know, going around and living my life, I, I just want to feel the best that I can and, and be the best that I can. So I'm like, this one thing that kind of works for people is not an option for me. And he's like, yeah, bro, because your, your disability is not as far along. Like the, this treatment is like for folks who are using canes and are going to be in the wheelchair soon enough. It's like a downward progression. Like, is the, does that make any sense? Is that something? No, that's incorrect. Uh, see? That's, in, that's incorrect information. Look, look talk, talk to me, bro. T please, okay, first of all, tell me what HSTC is. HTSC. 
hematopoietic stem cell transplant. Here's okay. what they do. Here's what they do. Okay. They stimulate your stem cells to overproduce. Okay. So they flow out into your bloodstream. Okay. Then they extract that overflow of stem cells and they freeze them in a bag. Okay. They then give you high dose chemotherapy. High dose chemotherapy is the operative component of yeah. HSTT. It's not the stem cells. Everybody, you know, they hear, ooh, stem cells, ooh, ooh, oh. No, they, they also, help you. I'm sorry, excuse me. Can you do that rendition of stem cells one more time, please? <laughs> stem cells, ooh, ooh, oh. That was awesome. Anyway, keep going, keep going. <laughs> they, they help you to recover more quickly, but that's all. It's the chemotherapy that what it does, it wipes out, and yes, there's a way more technical term than that, it wipes out, ablates your T and B cells. Okay. Wherein the MS activity resides. Okay. It resets them. What happens when you have so much chemotherapy and it takes your immune system so low that it resets. It's like somebody flips the light on and light off. Okay. And when the light comes back on, your immune system has no memory of the MS. Mm -hmm. And it starts to function as it did pre. Mm. MS. Mm. There are two different kinds of two different protocols for HSCT. Mm -hmm. One call, is called myeloablative, okay. which completely wipes out your immune system. Okay. The more popular and safer, less risk, is non-myeloablative. That's the one that I had in Moscow. That's what they have in Mexico. That's what they had in Chicago until they stopped doing it two weeks ago. Huh. After Selma Blair had her HSCT. Yeah, I mean, she, she was in the United States and did that. And so the world got in and then they pulled the plug. Yeah, well, actually, Dr. Bird's been working on this for a long time. And he's taken a sabbatical. Apparently, he is going to travel around and teach other doctors and other, other facilities throughout the United States about the treatment and how they can implement it into their offerings. So... I mean, it's sad for anybody who was looking to go to Chicago because not everybody wants to leave the country to have it done. Yeah. But it's fantastic that he's taking everything that he's learned on yeah. the road. That's so, dope. And I think it was, I don't know if it was strategic or not on his part that he had Selma Blair be one of his last patients who's finally, after all these years, going to use her platform to talk about it. And she's been, you know, everybody's been following her on Instagram. She's, she's the bomb now because she's somebody with a platform who can get out there and say, listen, I had stem cell transplant from IMS. So now everybody's watching. Yeah, Everybody yeah, wants yeah. to know. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, so we're psyched about that. Awesome. Well, that's why I got eyeballs on me because I do Okravis. Yes. Uh, well, here's the, here's the interesting thing. Okravis is, used to be, is the rebranded, I say rebranded, version of rituximab. Right. Correct? Yes, correct. What happened was the patent expired, and I think rituximab and ocrevus are not identical. Mm -hmm. I think they zhuzhed up something in it yeah. or, or something, yeah. and then they rebranded it as ocrevus. Mm. So it's essentially the same thing as rituximab, which is also part of the HSCT protocol. Oh, we get one, yeah, we get one five to six hour 
infusion of rituximab before we hit the hit the road because it it concentrates more in B cells. I look at it and Dr. Fedorenko said to me it's kind of like a one-two punch. You know, okay. you smack it with chemotherapy and then you clock it with uh, rituximab just for good measure. <laughs> okay, so like I'm gonna back out here. I'm gonna back up here. Yeah, yeah. I have multiple sclerosis. It stinks. I want to get this special therapy. So I go to the hospital, they hook me up, the chemo crushes my immune system to like the beginning, reboots it all. Then you put some rituximab in there and say, go on, go on about your life, little person, and be happy and MS free. That's, is that like the gist? Well, you, you forgot that you missed um, about 10, well, anywhere from like seven to 12 days in isolation where your immune system is so ablated that you're at risk for infection. Mm. So anybody who comes to see you, even the doctors, the nurses, everybody's gowned up. So yeah. it's like solitary confinement up in there? Oh, it like is. You did something out in the yard and now you got to go to the hole? Come uh-huh. on, son. Yeah, but the hole has windows. At least in Moscow it does. It does it, it does in Chicago too and Mexico. Wow. So you yeah. get all of this therapy. You, it wipes out your immune system. Um, they put you in a hole for like 10 days? Yeah. Bruh. They just keep watching your blood work every day until it reaches a certain level and you're considered engrafted. When you're engrafted, you're safe enough to come out of isolation. Wow. You're still immunocompromised, but you're building, you know, you're safer than you were two days before. So so you're safer, but are you going to like go on public transportation and like like what is this? No. You're going to be very careful for a good three to six months. Some of us are careful for a year. Well, how long were you careful? Um, I, was, I was pretty careful. Now, I wasn't freaky careful. Some people wear a mask for a year. Oh, wow. I didn't wear a mask after I got out of the hospital unless some days when I would go to physical therapy, I knew that there was a patient there who was sick, so I would wear my mask. Um, you and- can't put no mask behind that pretty face. <laughs> I did, and I wore it on the airplane home as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Thank God, because there was somebody really, really sick, Mm. like, rose over. Oh, wow. Every time I'm like, every time they coughed, but. Wow. um, So another thing I did at PT was wear, like, surgical gloves, just because you're touching all this other equipment that. Right. I mean, like, you can only wipe off so many germs. There's always something somewhere. But that was really the only time, like, I did not wear it in a grocery store. I did not wear it in a restaurant. Now, if you, let's say you go to this small, intimate restaurant that only seats 20 people and everybody's kind of on top of each other, that's a no-no. And certain foods, like, you don't want to eat from a salad bar. You don't want to eat red meat. Just, just common sense, you know, wash your fruit, wash your lettuce, things like that. Just common sense. But you do, you have to be careful. And this thing brings you back over time. So over like, sometimes for some people it's six months, for some people it's a year. But you will be living with a rebooted operating system Yes. somehow forgot that it had MS. And oh. then you live your life. So like on your scans and stuff, are you like, are all your scans clear? Like how, what is the, how does it work? What this treatment does is it halts the disease. Right. That, that's the main goal is just halting the progression, dead in its tracks. So a scan that I would have today, a scan that I had last year, looks yeah. exactly like the one I had six years ago after I came back from Moscow. Well, you know, with MS, that rarely happens. Oh, yeah. Something, 
always changes. Something's always lighting up. Something's, yep. you know, it's always something. So to not have any progression or activity for six years is like major. Mm. But don't get it twisted. Okay. Just because your disease is halted, just because you technically, well, it's not even technically that people say, oh, I don't have MS anymore. Well, you don't have active MS anymore. You don't have progressive MS anymore. Okay. But you still have the damage from MS. Right. Now, there are all kinds of different factors, but some people see symptomatic improvement and some people do not. <sighs> some people see a little and some people see a lot. Right, right, right. Some right. people who haven't had the disease long that long are the ones who are more likely to see symptomatic improvement. Hmm. But that's not always the case either. Right. I've seen people who were the same EDSS. Do you know what EDSS is? Uh, the, um, hold on. Um, it's the disability score, right? Yes, mobility score. Mobility. Uh, what does it stand for? Ding, ding. Uh, See? Okay, never mind. Look, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a professional. I know my stuff, okay? <laughs> it's called the Kurtz. I know initially it was the Kurtz scale, but K-U-R-T-Z, I think. But Yeah, yeah. anyway. No, but that's good. People who were the same level as I was, which was a six, which means you need unilateral, just one cane, unilateral assistance. That's a six. I've seen them go in and they end up being a three or a two, but not that many. Usually not immediately. Could be within months or sometimes within a month or six months yeah. or the wow. people see a lot of improvement. But people have seen improvement, including me, three years out. Mm. It just all depends. Wow. Yeah. So as long as you're satisfied, which I was, and, and that was the best gift that I gave to myself going in, is not hoping for symptomatic improvement. Just right. hoping for the progression to be halted. Put the brakes on it. Yeah. If you go in with, with hopes of nothing but symptomatic improvement, you're setting yourself up for mm. a downward slide. Wow. See, this is kind of really why I wanted to speak to you about this because there's a lot of newly diagnosed folks on the channel and they've either, you know, been going downhill for quite some time and didn't know what was going on. And now finally we know it's a mess, but we're so far down. If we, would have figured out it was MS a year ago. Yeah. You could have done some other stuff, but now I'm here. Or yeah. who just got diagnosed and they're just getting over this. And they're like, look, I just want to feel normally because this is the pits. Right. Yours, you, the way that, what I'm getting from you is that, look, you go to this hospital, they crush your defenses. They build you back up over, you know, of, of, of a couple of weeks in isolation. And then you go out in the world and do this. And for the most part, like, you know, yeah. your, your disease, you, your symptoms could improve. Your symptoms could just be halted. Yes. Um, just like MS is different in everyone, the, um, the benefits of this treatment are going to be different in everyone. Every single person, exactly like MS, you know, you put 10 people with MS in front of me. And if you go down the line, yeah. every single one of those people is going to have a different symptom. Yes. And we're going to have the same, but different degrees of that particular symptom. And recovery is exactly the same. Wow. And that's one of the hardest things for people considering it. They want to go on these groups. And, you know, I'm a 6.5, which is bilateral. So on the scale, it's from zero to 10. Yes. And you move your way up the more you are impacted by disability. And yes. so you go five. You were like okay. over the number five. 
you know? I was, I was between five, five and six. Mm, so that's, uh, that's beginning to be like, all right, <laughs> this is. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's slow it down. Well, the thing is, yeah. for instance, in Moscow, they will not take anybody over 6.5. In Mexico, they will. And I wish I knew off the top of my head what their, their highest amount, of, but they will take somebody who's in a wheelchair. Yeah. And Chicago, when they were doing theirs, they were actually an official trial. So the criteria to get into that bad boy was much more strict, even though they did see some patients on a compassionate basis. Yeah. I don't know how that happened. Now it doesn't matter, unfortunately. But you get this treatment, it sort of puts it on pulse. Yeah. And then you just continue living your life and really um, hope that you, you know, actually start having some improvement or whatever or best case scenario is that it's just frozen yes Seriously. and that's ex that's exactly that's the main goal is to freeze it freeze it in time you know because you know how it is sometimes you can get on that downward slide you're like well I i'm totally happy with nothing getting worse than it is right now right <laughs> right now same no it's because uh, another reason why i wanted to do this and like get some more info about it from someone who's actually done it is uh, magic bullet is not the phrase that <laughs> I guess the only English phrase that there is. They want something that's like, oh, you have MS? Well, here's this Wellbutrin and this other thing, and now you won't have MS anymore. Right. So even, even though this therapy has been touted as, uh, you know, the gold standard in uh, either halting it or having yourself kind of maybe sort of get better. They right. still sort of like, look, bro, I just don't know what's going to happen. Well, the thing is, any other drug, and I've taken a lot of them, they're all meant to slow the progression. It's all about okay. slowing it, slowing it, slowing it. That's the difference. Okay. All the DMDs are about slowing. HSCT is about stopping it. Wow. Okay. And that's a big difference. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, when you're going like this, hmm, am I going to do this? Am I not going to do this? And as you mentioned earlier, there's a misconception often that, and even, even some neurologists will say to patients who approach them about it, oh, you're not bad enough yet. Yeah. Wait until you get worse. Yeah. Oh, we're all screaming. All us veterans are like yeah. screaming at the top of our lungs. No. no. Don't listen. Yeah. Don't listen. No, we so, so wish we could have done this. When we were only a one on the EDSS, when we weren't using a cane, when we, yeah. we, we, we want to be you. Yeah, yeah. You know, we want to have that chance. And some people have, and more people are, are jumping, making, making the leap. And I understand you want to just start taking the drugs, do what you're told, see how it goes. I may be fine. But MS, you know, 90% of the time is a progressive disease. That's just how it is. And it sucks. Yeah, no, I want to get off this ride. I've wanted to get off this ride for years. Yeah. And the, the, the dark cloud goes away. After HSCT, that dark cloud goes away. Really? Yeah. But I had my own dark cloud lifted today. As a matter of fact, as well, with, you know, going, trying this and trying that. And something that I was working with, um, um, I was taking it. And today is when I noticed, like, oh, I don't feel as terribly anymore or just have terrible thoughts or huh i think that dark cloud is gone or at least for today so well, that's cool that's very very cool but you're saying like one of the things that you've noticed is like 
boom, that dark cloud is out of there, son. Yeah, you don't wake up every day thinking, okay, when my feet hit the floor, what's going to be gone today? Am I going to feel them both? Is one going to be dropping and one's not? Is my right hand going to be functioning? Am I going to be able to take that jar lid off the peanut butter jar? Mm. You know, that kind of stuff. What like what I have is what I have, and I do have, you know, lingering symptoms. Most of them are not as bad as they used to be, but I, I don't really care. <laughs> I don't care. I, I don't care if I use a cane. I don't care. Yeah. You know, I don't care. Yeah, you're not, not going to keep me from shopping. Yeah, no, you're not <laughs> continuing to fall down the hill. You yeah, just, you was rolling, and then somebody put a board up under you, and <laughs> this like is I got you. I got you. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. So like, this is just one of these things that cuts it off right where you are, whether or not you go up, that's who knows, but yeah. offline, this treatment is designed to stop that sucker in its tracks. So it doesn't go any lower. That's so, correct. Okay. So like, is this something insurance covered? Did you have to be like, I'm paying $50,000 in flying to Russia? And like, like what, is what, what did you do somewhere in between? Like what? It does not, it does, insurance does not pay for it. Insurance now, in Chicago, in Chicago, some, some insurances were starting to cover it. Okay. But if you go out of the country, you're out of luck. Oh yeah. But you can write it off on your taxes Ooh. as a medical expense. Ooh. Okay. Every, every last cent of it. Oh, hell yeah. It is an expense, you guys. It's the major, most major medical expense. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, that you, you don't get it all back, but, yeah, you, yeah. Get, you know. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, A lot of people fundraise for it. Okay. Okay. I fundraise for it. I was really, really lucky with the fundraising. Good, 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 good. Really lucky. You know, people sell their houses. People take out home equity loans. People, oh, any mixed match some people are like hardcore hit it out of the park pay for the whole thing mm -hmm. i was like that but not me myself i yeah. had a group of people around me who the village oh that's exactly what happened yeah, yeah yeah and i took my and that that's another thing about the different facilities when you're choosing facilities at the time because it was early days i think i was the seventh international patient and the fifth u.s patient to go to moscow at the time we didn't know exactly how much care i might need because we didn't have enough people to compare to yeah so I, took, I took my 72 year old mom with me <laughs> so we had to pay for her airfare and her visa and her passport and her she stayed in a hotel for a month now if you go to mexico they provide you with an apartment you have your own apartment you have okay. transportation back and forth from the hospital okay. in moscow it's all inpatient i am in the hospital the whole time Okay. Okay. In Mexico, you need a caregiver. You have to take somebody with you to take care of you in the apartment. Hmm. But it's a, it's a nice facility. You know, they have great communication between the hospital and the patients. And I've had friends go there myself. You know, they're doing fantastic. So, oh, yeah, it's all good. So with all of this, you've explained what it is and how it works and what it's done for you. Have you known people? So, you know, each case is different. So have you known other people who have had the procedure and got better, got worse? Like, oh, yeah, both. Wow. So some people, and, and I have a few statistics for you. Okay. These are statistics from Moscow. 
but they're pretty much the same, for, at least for the non-myeloablative protocol, which is the most popular one, the success rates, and when I say success rates, I mean halting of the disease. We are not factoring in symptomatic yeah. improvement. Yeah. So for relapsing remitting, the success rate is 85 to 95%. Bro! Yeah. Compare that to say the Ty Sabri I was on, I think the success rate of slowing the disease was maybe 60 to 65%. Bro! I remember thinking, wow, that's fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Look, it's, like, it's like a test. If you brought home a 60 to 65, your parents are going to be like, you got to study harder. No <laughs> more TV for you. If you brought home a 90 to a 95, they'd be like, well, chip off the old block. You know what? Go outside and play. Uh, my child's a genius. So that's a really good rate of success. Yeah. yeah. Now, for PPMS, primary progressive, it has the lowest rate of success. Mm. And it's 65 to 75%. For secondary progressive, mm. the success rate is 70 to 76%. So, and I think that he, he provided that to me last November after he had already seen like over 800 international patients and thousands of patients, yeah. including the ones from Russia. So. These numbers are staggering. Just the, the amount, how you look quickly go from it's nobody and Brooke Slick flying to Moscow getting this done to yeah. thousands of people have flown to Moscow and Mexico and various other places to get this done. And here are the numbers, here are the data. For this type of MS, you get this. For another type of MS, you get that. So there's so many people with so many different, you know, types of MS. Like, is there something that you'd be like, yo, I'm, like, are you on board with this, like gung-ho recommending this procedure to anybody with MS or like what? Like how do you how do you manage this? How do you pay it forward, friend? I do recommend it for anybody who qualifies for it. For anybody who meets the criteria for whatever facility. Right. If they qualify, if they're accepted, mm. absolutely 100 percent mm. You have absolutely nothing to lose. Wow. Mm -hmm. The mortality rate, because you got to talk about that. You can't just talk all about all the happy, happy, joy, joy stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The mortality rate is 0.3%. That's, that's tiny. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. Pe people might say, oh, that's so dangerous. Well, you know what? The people who say that are not like me. I don't know any of the MS drugs that I ever had. They, okay. Whether it came in the mail or there was this little piece of paper that was all folded up. And when you open it up, it shows all the side effects and the mortality oh, yeah, rate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, trust me, they're just as scary as HSCT, but Absolutely. nobody ever looks at those, and the doctors don't normally point those out unless you ask. Yeah, yeah, so, totally. it's not as it's not as scary as you think. Do I know people who have died from it? Yes, I do. Mm. Not a lot, literally a handful mm. of all the facilities around the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's uh, so if you get a you know relapsing remitting diagnosis, you know it's you know you got your copaxone on the lower level of uh, strength and then you've got um, Ocrevus on your higher level of strength and then you have this procedure that's the daddy of them all. It's the mamma jamma. Like, mm, the whole mamma jamma? Wow. Yeah, it's king. Sorry. I used to think Ty Sabri was king so. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, you watch out Ty Sabri. You done lost your place in the MS protocol baby. Mm. Ty Sabri. Oh my god. Wow. Okay, I, I think it's just explaining the procedure will be plenty for the vlog, you know, because that's right. what people want information. And yeah, you could Google what it does, but you're not really getting so many people like, here I am at the facility, 
here I am over here. This is the thing going to my arm. I feel so crappy because I have 2% immune system right now. And we're just watching the whole thing. There's not a lot out there. Thank you for just talking about like the steps and being a, a person who's, who is illustrative of uh, the beneficial effects of this treatment. Well, thanks for asking me. Honestly, I've been wanting to do an episode on this and planning how I was going to do it. I was going to have different people who have gone to different facilities. Yeah. I, I think it just would have been a little complicated. Yeah, people yeah. just want to know what it is, what it is, Why? how much it is. We didn't talk about that, did we? We didn't talk about money. Well, I, I kind of did it as awfully as I could. So you don't even know I did. Look it. Okay. <laughs> I did something. So, so we know. It's around, it's around $50,000. It's between yeah, it's, it's 50000 50, Yeah. It's 50 grand to do this. This much I know. And I sort of worked toward that. So yes, I can absolutely say right now, it's about 50 grand. Yeah. Halt your MS. And if you have a relapsing remitting, you halt it at a rate of 90 to, you know, 85 to 95%. Right. If you have the primary progressive, you halt it at a, you know, 65, 75%, so on and so forth. And I think something else, when people hear that number, like, oh my God, where am I going to come up with that money? You know, that's, that's just too much money. What I had to do and what a lot of people do is you have to sit down and you have to think about your future. You have to think where you are going to be 20 years from now or to even 10 years or even five years from now. What's it going to cost to have home health care come in and take care of you? Know what I'm saying? Yes, indeed. What's yes. it going to cost for home health care? What's it going to cost for all the things that you won't be able to do that you're going to have to pay to have somebody come and transport you to get infusions or whatever yeah. it is? Yeah, yeah. And that adds up fast, as you know. So it's really kind of like HSCT is the steal of the century. We're getting at bargain basement prices. Get your HSCT here. What would you walk away from this whole experience being someone that has had this experience? What would you say to someone who is a Copaxone user or an Ogremis user? What would you say to somebody newly diagnosed? And what would you say to somebody who's had their MS for like five years? I would say to both of those people, don't wait. Ooh. Both, because it doesn't Ooh. matter. Mm. Don't wait. Like how much longer do you want to live like this? That's what I'd say. Mm. How much longer are you willing to go on with the dark cloud, with the unknowing, with a future that you can't really plan for, vacation maybe you're not going to take because you don't know if you can afford it because you're too busy spending money on drugs or what? You maybe can't work. Yeah, yeah. Loss of income. So many people go back to work who haven't worked for so long. Some people find completely different careers right. and excel in them. It's kind of like a, a reset of life, per se. Wow. Okay. That's, that's... So, Damien, you thinking about it? Well, I think about as many things as I can all day, every day, Brooklyn. So, there's, there's so many just there's options out here. Like, like you say, this sucks. Uh -huh. So, anything that will... Make it not suck is something that I'm interested in. And I'm yeah. like, oh, really? You don't say, please give me some more information about that. Oh, call Brooke Slick up at 3.30 in the afternoon on a Tuesday and have her talk about it. Because I need to know information. Like, like baby, tell me now because I need to know. I'm like Mark Anthony. I need to know. I need to know. <laughs> baby, tell me now because I need to know. You know what I'm saying? I do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Look, Brooke Slick, you dope. 
You cool. Where, where can people find your fabulous self on the interwebs? Talk to them. Brookslick.com. Yeah. They, they can follow my HSCT story. Yeah. Um, just my MS story in, in, in general. They can follow the podcast. Anything I'm working on, the book I'm writing. What, what is the podcast? Mm-hmm. Uh, the MS Gym podcast. Okay, so um, which you've been a star before. Well, you know, I, <laughs> I have a soft spot for Coach Trevor, and then uh, don't that we all? brought me to you. Oh. So if, if folk want to get figure out more about what you got going on, you got brookslick.com, yep, MS Gym podcast, and that, that's pretty much it. There's a, another. Is there anything well, else? As far as finding out about HSCT, one of the best resources is going to Facebook. Mm. Type it in. Type in HSCT, type in hematopoietic. You're going to have to look that one up. There's a main group on Facebook, like a general group. Then, then there are sister groups, which there's the Russia group, which I'm an admin of. There's a Mexico group. There's a Singapore group. This is really a thing. It's a thing. It's been a thing for six years, seven years. Wow. Like, I mean, it's not like when you get out of the MRI machine, they're like, you have MS. Have you heard about HSCT? They don't nope. do that. It's not a thing. No. So that just gives me pause. Like, ain't no money in it, Damien. Oh, right. Ain't no money in the cure. Like Chris Rock said, ain't no money in the cure. Oh. Money's in the medicine. Oh, that is the most hilarious video. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's so true. Because it's, it's all, things are only funny because they're true. Huh? Scary true. Trust me, I know. I'm funny for a living. And so you got you to gotta poke at the truth. Yeah. Uh, I'm so happy you gave me some time here. And Thank so, you for having me, Damien. And you explain this to other folk and hopefully folk have some more, you know, information that they can use to dig and more resources to find out the so. CT might be for them slash where they can go. And you know how to get in touch with Brooke because she's been around the block a few times on this. <laughs> So, holla at your girl, and I'm going to be here next week. So, holla at your boy. Keep okay, bye. bye. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you'd like to know more about the MS Gym, you can find them at www.themsgym.com on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. If you'd like to know more about what I've been up to, you can catch me at www.brookslick.com. Thanks so much, and we'll see you on the next episode.